I just did my friend's chart. He's a dude and he does not believe in the human design at all or subliminals or anything. But so I did his chart just now today and he his is- His life must be so boring. Well, Sorry. it's not. I mean, he's great. I mean, he's, that wasn't nice. <laughs> my, it's funny bye-bye. because dude, there's so many male people, male identifying people that do not- subscribe to uh, many things that I talk about. Oh, yeah. However, they do like, like they like softly, they're like, Oh wait, tell me about that. You know, like they can't, they have to like immediately like say, this is a bunch of hooey, but then they also want to like know the things, Yeah, but he's right angle cross of tension. Mm, it will. Yeah. So just being himself. And he's a splenic projector. Ooh. Yeah. Fun. I'm like, Ooh, like this makes me understand you so much more. And I'm, I mean, I'm probably not even going to tell him he's that, but I know I just know how to, how to treat him. These are practical conversations about real life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design-centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. What is everyone's incarnation cross? Jasmine Kenna? Leaping Phoenix. Hmm. Right angle cross. I love that. Yeah. It's interesting. Casey Brown? I am the right angle cross rulership. And Richie? I'm the right angle cross of the vessel of love. Three, I guess. There, you know, there's different versions of these. Yes. And I am the left angle cross of healing. Someone with a bunch of right angles. Yep. Mm. Which statistically is about right. Makes sense. Which tracks. So this is a huge area in human design. Someone, I just want to like give a little shout out who I think is so brilliant in this is Teo Montoya. Works with Jess Fields. Two, four, I think. Uh, but mental projector either way. And he, he does have this incarnation cross reading available. And I just really love his brain. And I really feel like as we all continue to evolve and mature, he will become quite influential just because of the way he views things and stuff. So if you're ever curious about your incarnation cross, not everybody kind of specializes in that. I just want to take a moment to shout him out because there's, I hear really good things about him and his work and his, how he translates that because it's such a big thing. And it's like, people sort of start to interpret it that they're supposed to like do things. And no, yeah. it's like, it's more of like this, this background theme. So let's talk about it and what it is. And, and doing so in relating to what we've learned about our crosses. I mean, I've read a lot of Ra's source material on incarnation crosses just out of curiosity. I do, I say it just like you're saying, I think if people want to get into it, I would recommend getting a reading from someone. Yeah, It's a hard thing to kind of figure out on your own, especially some of the crosses, just a lot of the stuff, the source material on it is like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, it's just so... It's hard to understand, but the way that can I, can I pause you for a second? Because yeah. I noticed you picked this word up and I know this pe- people saying, and I'd like to know where it originated from. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody saying source now and source material? I would say just, just simply because it's like Raw's original material. That's all I'm saying. So we're calling Raw's original material source material. now Cause there is this dialogue, like source is like a God energy and a, you know, I got it from source. Oh yeah. No, the so- source material just kind of means like, 
the in the journalism yeah. Yeah, world, it's where it came from the mouth. Yeah, exactly. You know, the originator. Or I like to say edition one instead. Ooh. There you yeah. go. First edition. The first edition of these concepts. The first edition. First edition of these concepts. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways. I mean, you yeah, you could call it whatever, but I don't know. That's the word I used. Yeah. Let's just also say that in my mind, source just simply is a way to describe that it does not denote a hierarchy <laughs> as being like yeah. But yeah. more valid than anything else because I don't feel that way. Yeah. But I but as a one line, I like to start there. So yeah. The way he describes it, which really resonates with me, is that it's not a destiny. It's not something that's like a given for you. Just like with yeah. all human design, it's not really a what, it's a how. So it's an energy that if you sh- allow yourself to shift into it, your life unfolds in the way it is meant to for you, which really is like kind of the point of human design. You get to live the life that's for you. So that's kind of how I think of it. Like, by inhabiting that energy, um, by just shifting into that energy, then I see things unfold in my life in a more like easeful and natural way. So that's my experience. I don't know. What do you guys think? I really, really see people pick the one word in their incarnation cross and they have a preconceived opinion about what that word means. Let's say like cross of rulership. Mm -hmm. Ah, I got an opinion about rulership means. And then they (laughs) kind of create a narrative around what that they think that means. And it's, 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 it often misses the mark a little bit. It's, it's, it's a concept thing and how we understand. Yeah. And I will say that in the beginning of my journey, I was like, well, what does this mean? Like, how can I yeah. rule? Yeah. What the fuck is right. going on? Yeah. Like, I want to rule. Of course I want to rule. My North Nose and Leo, like, let's rule. Ninth house, mm-hmm. let's rule. Like, yes, yes, yes. And I always tell people too, it is probably easier for you to understand your incarnation cross if you understand the sun and the earth placements better. Like, focus on that. <laughs> Because that helps me a lot, especially with my incarnation cross, like the 2247 and the 2645 being my, it was like, oh, okay, this is the how of it. So with me and the rulership, it was not because mine is, I'm going to teach, speak and write and I'll rule with grace and ease and I won't have to look for a rulership. It will come to me. That's the... I think it's like two, yeah, right in cross rulership two, I think. But when I was like, okay, I'm doing those things, but when is it going to happen kind of thing? <laughs> That's what I was like worried about. And then when I started focusing on the gate part of it, the conscious sun, the conscious earth, the unconscious sun, I was like, oh, okay, this is how I can utilize this in my process of the way I express myself and my business and what I'm doing, et cetera. So that made it easier for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know really anything about mine very much. I mean, I feel like I'm living it in terms of like, like, I feel like it shows up for me in a way that's like, I don't need to do anything around it. Like it just like, it's happening, you know, like it's like sleeping Phoenix. Yeah. Sleeping Phoenix. And this has happened. Like if I look at the themes in my life, like one day it's like, I feel like I'm awake. Like I feel like everything is going exactly how it should be going. But then one day... 
it's like the eyes of my eyes are open. Like I'm even more awake. And then literally within that moment, I'm like, oh no, everything is going to be different now. And then I just do it a completely different way. And then I just kind of do that again. I've done it like five or six times in my life. I do watch you a lot with this as a, as a two, four MG sleeping Phoenix. Cause that's my kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm always watching you to see like the patterns yeah. The patterns in the life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is a good example of the sleeping Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You were right. It's a very yeah. patterned energy. And I just, wow. I just noticed that about you. I think too, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get to this, but I want to talk about the left, the right, the juxtaposition. Let's talk about it because, and I want to start with the left first because people have a misconception about karma that karma part of it, of them not being able to shine because their karma involves the other misconception of what karma is. Right. And it's just like, that's not what that means. What are your thoughts about that, about the left angle cross? I don't really have any thoughts about it because it's not mine. And I don't really know that many. And, and that's a very right angle thing for, of, for someone to say. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm actually pretty interested in it because I find that left angle cross people, and this is just my experience and my observation of people who I've worked with and friends that I know who are left angle cross, they do well when their mission or purpose not necessarily involves other people, but where there is more of a supportive community around them. It's it's always about other people. Mm-hmm. It really is. But, but there's a misconception around what that means. Yeah. Not in the other people where it's never about you, but the way that you shine right. is within a community. Mm-hmm. Like where I've seen people who are super successful with the left angle cross, they are the star of their own business, their own thing that they're doing, but they have also built big communities around them. Yeah. And some people have the misconceptions like, oh, I have to be worried about somebody else. It's like, no, my life is about right. someone else. No. Yes. You hear that. Like my life is about someone else. So that means, so what, I, this is what I've heard from people. Cause I have yeah. friends who are left angle cross. What about me? And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's, it's all, it's about you. It's yeah. about me. It's about everyone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's going to involve. People. Yeah. It's like you learn about yourself through the other, whereas I think, that, I think the right angle you're learning about the other through yourself is the way I see it. Right. Cause I've literally had to talk friends off ledges. Like, no, I'm not saying it's not about you. I'm just saying that it's going to involve people around you. It's going to involve a community. And sometimes they just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, that feels so foreign to me. If I mean, I'm a right angle as well. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be doing any of that. Yeah. And then seeing Vanessa, like she's all, she always needs to see the other in order to understand the self. Like, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's really interesting for me to see because it is very different from the way that I process things. I, I, yeah, I sometimes see misinterpretations around anything transpersonal or left angle, any of that kind of language, because the, the, there's this impression that it's all about the other people, but it's still very much about the individual and the person and you. It's just that in order to learn about yourself, you're somewhat engaging with the others because that's what brings out your ability to, you, for, for me as a six line, I'll see something happening in someone 
like, like honestly, like a, a really personal one, whenever I see people or I start to see a pattern of like, let's say narcissism around me or narcissistic people around me, it's just immediately my cue to reevaluate my narcissism. I'm seeing that a lot. So, you know, maybe I should actually take a little time and maybe I'll go talk to Rachel. Maybe I'll go talk to Jasmine. Maybe I'll go talk to AC. Like, and again, that's also, that's a left thing, right? Like, I'm like, I'm going to come and mm-hmm. Noticing this and, you know, can you like, let's, can you help me talk about it kind of thing? So the other, the relationship with the other is like still for you to understand you. But again, when you think leftness, rightness, there's like language and human design about what that means and like analytical, creative, you know how we do that. But the, the whole concept around karma and destiny and like all those, Mm -hmm. you know, what all those words I've, I find that left angle individuals, there's not as many of them they are somewhat, there is something about them where they feel this draw to like a community or network around them because there's something that they get out of kind of like rising together, Mm -hmm. to be honest. And the right angle is just not, it's just sort of more like it could still rise with others, but it's not the whole point for them. No. You know? Yeah. And so when the concept of like karma comes in, I do wonder, well, why does a left angle feel summoned toward that? Why, you know? Did something you could, you could totally like, who's to know what happened in previous lives or former lives. And I've started to say past lives in reference to my younger self and the different mm-hmm. things I was doing and what I learned through that. And as I mature and grow, how much I learn about the relationships around me and how that's all that actually matters for me. You know, like if my people are not doing well, I'm not doing well. Yeah. Like I really, I really yeah. care that way, but I'm also cross of healing. So who knows? Yeah. There's a lot going on there. I always think of karma as, and this is the way that I approach it. And like the readings that I, the sort of sole purpose readings that I do is like, it's really just, it's like a, a, an imbalance in maybe like your soul's experience. And I think that's like, for me, the most like loving and kind of, um, I guess, like, I always like to kind of get a, a new kind of a neutral perspective on something, which to me, that is love. And that is, I mean, I'm a vessel of love. So, um, yeah, it's not really like a, a punishment or reward. It's just like, Oh, your soul has a bit more, um, experience. Like if you're a left angle, Oh, your soul already kind of knows what it's like to be immersed in your own experience. And so you're just coming in this lifetime to, uh, balance that out and just get a different experience. Your debt, like left angle, your quote unquote destiny is connected to others. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like what you get out of it Mm -hmm. is, has something to do with the other. Whereas, whereas the right angle may still get stuff out of that, but the point is a bit different. Yeah. But ultimately it's like the journey is, is actually kind of the same for everyone. It's to grow and expand as an individual. It's just the how, like that's, that's what keeps like coming to like, becoming clearer and clearer to me about human design is like, this isn't the what it's the how, ah, like, it's just like, we're all kind of experiencing these universal things, but it's just like how we get there. And that's why everybody can do anything, no matter your type, no matter your design, it's just how you're going to do it. As the left angle cross of healing too, when I try to come and like we're healing. It doesn't, it's not what it is. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's literally like, it could literally be someone before me is upset. Let's say, let's just say that's the scene. And just by showing up and putting my hand on them, the body is being the cross of healing. It's, it's 
I really notice with, with people, what they say to me, a big wound that I see out there that I really activate in people is dad energy and being like a safe dad, come to dad, dad will hold you. People feel safe when I come around. And I, I notice that with my cross, some people may not feel safe, but a, a definite pattern. I notice people tend to feel that self-assured. Yeah. It's like dad's here. Dad's here. Now we can get like, set it straight or like get it right. That's a healing energy mm-hmm. to me though. Like, because, yeah. cause you, you know, when you're a child, you kind of look to dad as like a figure in the household. Yeah. Um, who does kind of come with a certain protection, mm-hmm. you know, a safety. And I really noticed that in, in how people engage with me. Yeah. But there's also like the cross of 40 or the gates of 46 and 25. That's Rachel can relate here. Those are the same placement for her. It's really this, I have a vulnerability that I really feel love can heal all. Cause I do. You count it as a vulnerability. In the Global Incarnation Cross book, which I highly recommend getting, has all the crosses in it, it sometimes can be, it cautions you a little bit. Like that is truly how you feel. And so you are somewhat vulnerable to Mm -hmm. that because it's like true for you and it's not true for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because you and I have a birthday that is Mm -hmm. quite close. And so that's why, even though we have different incarnation crosses, they share two of the same gates and we have the same Mm -hmm. personality. Some we bond hard over that. But an interest, and I was actually thinking about this this week, an interesting point that we noticed is that you you love things through healing them and I heal things yeah. through loving them. So that's just kind of, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I love that. That's super deep, Rachel. <laughs> vessel of love. You're just being a vessel of love. <laughs> well, I think sometimes you and I have come together on a on a topic and we've noticed the difference of I'm like, Oh, just let it be. And, and it'll, and it'll resolve itself. Whereas you're like, well, let's heal this and, and then we'll resolve it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's similar. It's Mm -hmm. just a little bit of a different way of going about it. I'm on a healing journey and I just surrender to that now. And it's much, it's just like, I love it truly. Yeah. And I'm on an acceptance journey this lifetime and love that. (laughs) Listen to me. I love it. Yeah. And anytime I get out of that, Stuff just gets stuck. But Rachel, you also have a defined G and I have an undefined G and those gates belong mm-hmm. in a G. So that kind yeah. of also shifts the, how it all works and flows into the G center, right? For sure. Yeah. AC, what have you learned about cross of rulership? Gosh, I've learned that I don't need to seek it out. That's the main thing. <laughs> I don't need to seek it out that I need to just keep on listening to the cues that my soul is being pulled to and that it will expand as I continue to do like the more that I lean into these modalities and the things that I want to be seen as and be really honest about how I want to be seen and like claim that for myself. That's where the rulership comes in. That's where it becomes easier. The the forcing it and the unaligned part of it is me denying myself of how I truly want to be seen and what I truly desire. Mm. Mm-hmm. There is this part to like incarnation crosses that is important to consider. They are kind of categorized. There are, you know, some of them, there's a one, there's a two, there's a three, there's a four. And they, they, it does shift a little bit, you know, I'd like, I'd like to actually give mm-hmm. an example of the cross of demands. I knew a a manifester who was cross of demands one. 
And how I really noticed this in their life is they would sort of declare things that needed to be acted on. Like, this isn't right. And these are, we should demand this happen. But they didn't necessarily want to go be the one doing that thing. They were just like bringing voice to that. This is a thing. And then Derek being cross of demands too. Something I really notice is like, he has a lot of energy available and, but he will only give it over to you if it meets his demands Interesting. of what he wants this, 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 and then he'll give you full access. But if you don't meet those demands, he's not, he's not fucking opening up to you. So there's different kinds of expressions, depending if you're across a feeling one or two, if you're cross of tension, one, two, three, or four, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's different, there's slightly different expressions. Actually, cross of tension is the one I would say I've studied the most. That's who I've worked with the most. That's the one I can spot out in the world the most now. Yeah. And these people just have these frequencies about them where they're able to go into a space and they can feel what is off. And they have a way of going like Jazz Moon is is this. And she has a way of like tension tension tingles. She's like, something's a little bit. They just poke right at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. I do too. That's so funny. I just did my friend's chart. He's a dude and he does not believe in the human design at all or subliminals or anything. But so I did his chart just now today and he is- His life must be so boring. Well, it's not. I mean, he's great. I mean, that wasn't nice. (laughs) It's funny because dude- there's so many male people, male identifying people that do not subscribe to uh, many things that I talk about. Oh, yeah. However, they do like, like they like softly, they're like, oh, wait, tell me about that. You know, like they can't, they have to like immediately like say, this is a bunch of hooey, but then they also want to like know the things. Yeah. But he's right angle cross of tension. Mm, it will. Yeah. So he's just being himself. And he's a splenic projector. Ooh. Yeah. Fine. I'm like, Ooh, like this makes me understand you so much more. And I'm, I mean, I'm probably not even going to tell him he's that, but I know I just know how to, how to treat him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Like this is down. This is down. Yeah. And I was like, I see your challenge. Mm-hmm. I rise to this occasion. I rise to this occasion. And then I literally, I let's say, what's your birthday. And that's all I need. Yeah. And then I get then they're like, well, you get it. I don't believe in that. And I was like, and then I have their birthday. I'm like, well, you wouldn't believe in that. Cause you're like this and this is speaking and you feel this way. And I know because you're born. In- exactly. Cause you're a Capricorn. Looking Capricorn. Yeah. I know you're born in this. No, I go fucking crazy deeper. I know you're born in this yeah. year. So I know your Chiron placement is this. So I know you have a wound of this and you actually really, and then I just fucking cut right to the core. Mm-hmm. They're like, how the fuck could she know that? And then yeah. I leave and then, and then I walk away. I and I'm disappear. Like, you don't fucking believe in this shit. It's not about beliefs. Yeah. It's about understanding it's a yeah. concept. It's a study. Open your mind. And I, I really fuck with people like that. I do. It's a, it's a language to me. Yeah. See, I don't do it. I'm a very, I'm like a backdoor approacher person. No, but, but Jasmine, when they and come to you and they're like, this is stupid. I'm like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. Like I, I show up like, yeah. if they're like, I'm not really interested. Well then I'm like, okay, cool. Oh. Well, it's mar- It's very manifester. You, totally. have to, like, totally. you have to impact them oh, and fuck. then leave. I've done this in bars when I was young, like some dudes going eh, and I'm like, oh yeah, Libra with a Virgo moon. Sure. Like <laughs> <they're-> <laughs> that's the, and that's my move. I'm always like, oh, Virg bro. Like, okay. Coming through loud and clear. <laughs> and then they're like, what is that? What does that mean? I'm like, oh, I bet you'd like to know. I'm not going to tell you. Oh yeah. yeah. As soon as you give them a little bit and they feel seen. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what you'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah. 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 And you know, like, I mean, he's a spleenic projector. So like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I got you now. Like we'll be, we'll, we'll be having some conversations where he doesn't even know what I'm doing to him. 
I wanted to say something about the sleeping Phoenix. Let's yeah. Tell us. Oh, because isn't the, the sleeping Phoenix is like the new energy that's coming, right? Yes. yes. And I don't know anything about mm-hmm. that. Like it's all about, so we're moving away from cross of planning, which is about like the systems and the communities mm-hmm. that will, or the, the systems that will support the communities. Look at like anything we've made, like the healthcare system, which is starting to crumble and change or like garbage disposal, mm-hmm. even education. Yeah. Set up all these things for the mass volume of population increase, but now it's moving to be more individualistic, which we right. can feel. There is this component to the sleeping Phoenix that you know, don't, I interpreted this sort of negatively when I first heard it. And I, I, I wish people didn't do this, but I do this. So I just want to speak to it because it says the sleeping Phoenix is somewhat here for a superficial life. It doesn't need to be all hard and clunky. And, you know, it's to find what feels like, you know, like, yeah, like burn to the ashes and rise again when you're over it. Right. Do you know what I mean? And like, it's, it's, yeah. And I fall that. in love. Like it's, right. it's, it's for these things that are like, if I see that in Jasmine a lot, yeah, totally. like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't totally. have to be yeah. this. And like, love, right? Just, Love's a thing. And I like yeah. that. And I like the idea of being able to go like, oh, self-awareness. I didn't know. I didn't see that. And now I do. And now I'm jamming. Like I got to go, you know, and or I need to change it or I need to make it different. And, and it's okay for it to be different. I don't have to like hold on to like that old bullshit story about it. Like oh. I can let it go and I can just be a Phoenix. I can just fly away. Go do it again. You know how I see this in my six-year-old? We're obsessed with Mariel. Now we're obsessed <laughs> with Luigi. Oh yeah. Now we're <laughs> Moving obsessed on. with it. Oh, and, and we are obsessed. We have costumes. We embody the character. Yes. All we're drawing is Luigi. There's a Luigi on my whiteboard right in front of me. Like, you know what I mean? He goes into these like, yes. and then now we love Sonic the Hedgehog. Nope. We love what's the girl one's name? Eat? No. Oh, well, fuck. Don't even get me started on a pretty blonde princess. What that does to my child. He's like, he's literally sort of thing about love. Like, he's like, oh, when I have a family, when I have a oh. love, when I, no, when I, this girl at school we met at swimming. Is he a Pisces? Oh my gosh. He's a Gemini oh. with a Leo rising. Sorry, excuse me, yeah. with a Leo moon and yeah. a Libra rising. Like, there's not like, Kid's going to be on the dating scene. Yeah. Oh, he's the devil. <laughs> yeah. He's like doing it. He's going to be mm-hmm. hot stuff. Flirting mm-hmm. for the sake of flirting. He flirts already. Oh, he yeah. He flirted as a baby. Yeah. It's, it's wild. He's very flirty. That's a sleeping Phoenix thing to me though. Like, it's like, it's just like, it's just like an ease yeah. about enjoying things and, you know, charming. So charming. I am a Gemini rising and I feel very like flirting is my superpower. Like it's, so easy. I do think that's your superpower. <laughs> I can like, I will flirt with an old lady. Like, I'm like, oh, hi, what are you doing? Well, yeah. Like, I'm like batting You're my cute, eyelashes. Ma'am. Yeah. What's yeah. happening over there with that cute purse you have? I want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, I get and really it works. bad for that too. Yeah, it works. I lead with like, I love, I like what I like about you. Oh, me too. I get like, Rachie, what are you wearing? Oh my God. I love, yeah. you know, like I get, I yeah. just, I have like manifestor. I have to name what's going on that I like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to name what I don't like. That's so boring. I don't even want to notice what I don't like. I'm moving. I told my friend the other day, I said, he's like, guys don't compliment guys or we don't compliment each other. We don't. That's changing. I said, well, I, I compliment everyone. And, and, and he's like, no guy's going to come up to you and say, oh, well, nice, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, well, I'm going to tell you that I love your Greco Roman nose. Like it's my favorite thing about you. You know, like I'm going to, I'm commenting. Yeah. 
This is so changing though. When you look at these, yeah, I watch these, like we'll say there's like TikTok or Instagram of these like teenage boys and they're just in their soft, there's just soft boys now. Like, I love this. Mm-hmm. They were like, we're yeah. doing dance choreography and we're singing and we love our girlfriends and we love our boyfriends. And we like, it's, it's so different. Yeah. And this cute outfit I'm wearing. Yeah. I love it. Oh, and they're wearing makeup and they take, mm-hmm. but like, it's like, it's just Harry Styles effect. God bless. Can they all just do that? That's what I want everybody to do. I would they love, are. they are. I'm like, yeah. but no, for it's not in the 40 year old scene. Like it's not, they're like the young man's, it's the young man's game. No, but these things, these things mutate. Right. Yeah. Like, and it just becomes a little bit and it will continue to mutate. And then we're going to go into this, the cross is going to change. And we're yeah. going to see that, like, think how much we're going to see that now. Yeah. The individuality, the nice. expression. If I look at a commercial now, I, it's not always seeing the same person anymore. It's like, if you see, if you see it, like if there's a fucking commercial on and it's a white guy, you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, wake up, get with the times. Like, what, this is so boring. Give me an interesting human being. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if he's white, where's his skirt? Yeah. yeah like I'd like him to be diverse. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If he's white, where's his skirt yeah. and his eyelashes? Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Give me some nail polish. And nail yeah. polish. Oh, yeah, it makes me so happy. I love that. I do too. I love nail, yeah. that for nail polish. I know. Like I my kids, it. like all about that. Adornment. Why it's, can't... It's, it's individuality. That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing coming. That's what's changing with the crosses. Like away from the community and like setting that all up. Like the herd mentality, the herd, herd scene. Yeah. Like you have to wear this like uniforms kind of like there's sort of like polo shirt and this khaki pants. Like give me like, give me an Aquarius with a skirt and some eyeliner. I'm like down. I mean, what Aquarius isn't in a yeah. fucking skirt? I'm like, really? I'm taking it. Do we just want to quickly touch on the juxtaposition and then... yeah. Would you, would you lead us out with that? Yeah. Cause people feel people who have that, which it's such a small percentage, but they feel kind of but confused fuck. about yeah. it. Yeah. Cause I was talking to a friend the other day who has a son who is a four one. And she said, she's like, I just can't quite figure it out. What's the dynamic? Why, why do people say that it's, you know, there's like Jenna Zoe will say like, Oh, it's a bonus life. Or like, you don't have karma. What does that even mean? And the way that I understand I I like to look at like, you know, how the lines are interacting. That's ultimately like what kind of what's going on here. And like with the four one and all juxtapositions are four ones, which maybe we don't always realize that. But basically, if you think about it, the four is like vibing out with the people and the the network. And then they're always going to go back to their truth. So it's like, that's when they say like no karma. It's like, a one four would be like, Oh, I'm figuring things out. And then they go out and then their community's like, no, 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 no. Like there's more to this. And then they take that in and then they change their foundation kind of the one in the body, the one in the body. Yeah. So interesting. It's like your body's just like, this is my truth. I've figured it out. What makes my body safe. Yeah. And I don't like, I'll vibe with you, but take it or leave it. Like I, I'm always going home to my solid foundation. So that's what kind of what helped me understand what the juxtaposition was and why people would say like no karma or whatever. It's just people have a, these people, they have like a fixed way of moving through the world. They're not going to be taking in stuff that's going to like affect their deepest foundation. I have read that when, that when you have that cross, people who come into contact with it, like that, they mm-hmm. get pulled into that. Like, it's like, that's, yeah. it's fixed. That's where we're going. So 
if you come into contact with those people, you're essentially going where they're going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My experience with four ones, and maybe it's just been my experience. Sometimes I feel that they're a little out of touch with reality in my experience. Yeah, but, but, but reality doesn't make sense. So they're, you know, Right. But sometimes it's like really, really, really like, whoa, like, come on in. Like, you know, this it's like when you say coming back to their truth, it's like their truth only matters. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably correct for them. Yeah, I think so, too. That would make sense that they would be out of touch. But but then it also (laughs) looks like but that's not what's happening. You real like it's. I've seen that kind of back and forth. Like, that's that's great. That's your reality. You're coming back to your truth, but that's not actually what's happening around you. And so- You gotta be careful with that though. That's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit, um, you know, discrediting their reality. No, 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 no. Invalidating their experience. Not invalidating. Well, they may just- they're not your people, probably. They're not your person. Mm -hmm. Right, they're not my person. But it's it's almost as though they which I don't have a problem with, but they are literally in my experience in their own world. And their world is the only world that exists for them. So that's where the kind of the headbutting comes in. It's just like, but that didn't happen. And they're like, no, it did. And I'm just like, or that's what my experience of of it is. That's just my, my experience with four ones that I know. I'm just it's like, all right. Like, it's very hard for me to like get invested in them. Hmm. I know any. It's not common. Yeah. I've worked with some and really cool lives, like really interesting lives. And yeah, the, a lot about the community that they happen to be in, whatever that community is, but they do have their like opinions about that type of community that they're in. In what I've seen, they really just like live it. And and it really, there are people who like come in, get sucked into that somewhat of a, a vortex, if, if you will. But it's like, they're doing their own thing. I find these people usually like bubbly, like four, like, hey, like they mm-hmm. can talk to anyone. But there is this deep truth inside that, you know, it's almost like they've settled things inside for themselves. And there's a way of engaging with the community that is, I don't know, I don't find it particularly out of touch with reality because I think everyone is out of touch with reality in a way. So <laughs> when you're, when you're, I think they're just interesting to watch because they're, they go about their life. It's so interesting. I, the ones I've watched are, they have some alternative lifestyles, even though it's like in that community, it's a big community. Let's say like I, example I've given in another show is um, someone who owned a cannabis dispensary. So like there's a culture there with that right away, you know, and they're in it, their shops winning awards and they, you know, and it's like, eh. but you can see how some people would find that to be very out of touch. Like, why do you, what it's marijuana. That's, you know, like, it's like, no, like, come on. Like, so no, I'm not saying in that way, I'm saying in like a way of this is how I'm experiencing it. And that's the only way I'm experiencing it, even though I know, but it's a I visible with you because I feel like you always lead with things you don't like about no I, don't I, always, just, I just feel so opinionated and I just get like I'm an opinionated person that's just what it is <laughs> I know but I just have my little reaction you know I'm like don't say that about people I'm like twisting my earrings right now like <laughs> I'm an opinionated person <laughs> so here's the thing my opinions 
that I have, I literally process them and I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just, maybe that's just that person. But then when I experience it again in the same kind of individual and then again and again, I'm like, oh, sounds about right. Like I can't let that go. But I've experienced a particular person or a theme about a person multiple times. I just can't be like, mm, next person's going to be different. Like that's stupid yeah. on my part. Like, like I would, if I experience someone a same way and like they have the same kind of characteristics and all of that stuff to me, it's like, well, that's gotta be my truth because, and I, I look at all angles. your truth, your truth, right. your truth, yeah. that's what I'm not saying. absolute truth. I will speak. And then you have a way of delivering it, that it is absolute truth. And that's what gets me like, but that's not my problem. AC. Yeah. That's not my problem. No, that's not my problem. I can't hold it. But on. It is your problem because then you are going and creating that narrative. No, I can't hold on to that. You're going and creating that narrative out there. That's on you. If you don't, ha- that's on the other person. If they don't have their own, like to no, further. that's on you. No, Rulership. you have influence and what you say has effects. I do have influence, but also too. Look at these two laughing at us. You got to do your own research. I've done mine. Your research is experience though. As a subconscious mind person, I would say if you have an assumption that, oh, well now this person's like this and now this person's like this and this person's going to be like that, then every person that's like that is going to show up in your 3D that way. So that is actually- and maybe it's on me. But but then and that I've, is- And I've taken my account and I sometimes I'll just mind my business. I mean, either way is fine. Is also a podcast where you're asking my opinion. <laughs> but no, in a normal setting, I would, I would literally mind my business. Like I've had people come and tell me, why didn't you tell me about this person? That's not my job. You have to experience them on your own. No, that's a five. That's a fifth line shit. Yeah. I have my own opinions. I've, I hold back very much about my opinions. Trust me. Really? Trust me. I got them. I have no opinions. I don't care. I hold them back. And so. Because as all I hear is like, we hate MGs and we hate Aries and we hate Sagittarius. I love Sagittarius. All the great men. No, all the great men in my life are Sagittarius. My dad. Aries, you know, I'm just giving you a hard time. I don't need them all listed off. I'm just giving you a hard time. I don't need yeah. them. Listed. But yeah, so no. I mean, but but I also, also we have love MGs. Same, I love MGs. <laughs> I love certain yeah, MGs too. Other MGs I don't like. It's not my, you know, it's my experience. I know it's your experience. And there are some MGs you like and some MGs you don't like. So what am but I we always lead with we always lead with what we don't like. And I don't always hear about what we like after. Well, maybe ask me what I like. What do you like about left angle crosses? And what do you like about juxtaposition people? What I love what, about no, no, what do you love about the four one? What I love about left angle cross people is that they do find a sense of community wherever they go. That is an envy of mine because as an only child and a right angle cross person, that makes me feel uncomfortable. And a projector. Yeah. And a projector that makes me feel uncomfortable to be in, in the mix with people all the time, but they love it. And I'm just like, wow, that is so cool that they're able to form community so quickly around them. That's amazing. Juxtaposition people. I do love the kind of I'm going my own way and that's my way. And then there it is. So those are two great things that I like about them. What do you love about the four one specifically? I think I love about the four one specifically is 
Um, Find it. They're, <laughs> they're, they're free flowing. <laughs> I appreciate that you're doing this right now. Yeah. Energy, their free flowing energy, their sense of freedom and just carefree attitude. Yes. I do love that. Mm-hmm. Very carefree attitude. There you go. Vessel of love it for us, please. Yeah. I think what I heard in that exchange. Vanessa always wants to argue with me. Which is Rachel. You guys are both always in each other today too. Yeah. I apologize that I did that, but you know what? There's, there's a nature of the projector aura that says things in these piercing way and they don't always realize what they're doing. And I do get some kind of way about that. So I'm like, hold up. Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't recognize it because I'm just like, well, this AC listen to the goddamn show. Every time I ask you a question, you lead with what you don't like. Well, let me, can I explain something though? Really quick before Rachel says, yes, of course. You also have to understand. Sorry, Rachel. We'll get to your love here. (laughs) I had to go get food for this. I had to like eat my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) You also have to understand you're like, oh, the projector doesn't realize their impact and their penetration, all that stuff. We don't or I don't because I'm so used to not being fucking heard. So when it's time for me to talk, I don't give I don't give a shit what I say. Like you ask me and and you don't need and you don't need to give a shit what you say. Yeah. You ask me to talk and I'm not I'm not just using this in general and projectors who are listening. So I can see how the energy is penetrating or that it's influential because I'm so used to especially in this embodiment of being a projector used to waiting until someone asks me. So when they do, I'm going to tell you what the fuck it is. I'm not going to hold back. (laughs) Like I'm not going to like sugarcoat it. Like, so yeah, I might lead with what I, you know, I'm motivated by guilt. So it's like, I'm going to see what the holes are. I'm going to see what's the problem because I'm also would like to help you fix it. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel like what I heard in that is pro- is like what AC is describing is true. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like that is, it is true. It's a truth. It's only, Thank you. Yeah. It, it only becomes tricky when maybe if, if that person is someone who lives in their own reality, if we go to them looking for validation of our reality, then that's Ooh. where we'll become like that's where we'll, we'll get a problem with that person. So I think something I've really learned on my vessel of love journey is the, like the best way we can. And this is very tied to human design as well. Kind of the point of human design is when we know that everyone's different and we take responsibility for understanding that, then we don't come to people with expectations that they cannot, that they can't meet Um, or if we do, then we recognize that if they can't meet that, okay, you know, it's not like, it's not our fault or their fault. It's just, it just is, it's just not something. So it's kind of like by understanding other people and who they are, it's like now when you come across a four one, I'm sure you'll be like, well, I know that person's going to be in their own reality. So I'm not going to expect them to validate my reality. So then whatever. So yeah, I guess that's my, my feeling on that is sometimes, uh, like our our beef with people comes from <laughs> just <laughs> coming at them with like a need or an expectation that they may or may not be able to meet. And that kind of cuts away at the the love that's possible. <laughs> she brings it back to love. 
I, uh, AC, I'm sorry. I was always in you. You didn't deserve that. No, I'm okay. I don't, that actually doesn't bother me. Like shockingly. Well, it bothers me. This is about, this is about me. I feel bothered that I did that to you. So, well, I care. It's about me. (laughs) And and I just want to say this really quick too, is that I I don't, I, I don't like the word judgment. I prefer my experience. And I usually always say that from my experience, Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is what it is. And I, and I don't want it to come across as the influential part of it, but that's just my experience. Anything. Well, I think it would be valuable to be aware. It does sometimes come across that way because you are influential. Okay. So you're expanding and growing and uh, yes, you can say anything that you want. Obviously it's not about filtering. It's just that, all I hear when sometimes you're saying things like that is how it will be felt on the other side and that it might not be felt nice if I'm that person. So I'm always kind of thinking about that person okay. and how it would feel to be on the receiving end of what the person's saying. Very, very left, left angle, angle of you. Of you. Oh, very left <laughs> angle of you. <laughs> Jasmine's like, <laughs> Jasmine's terrified of eating. I'm know? like, I'm just over here, like eating my feelings. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to eat this granola bar. Hard on AC Brown. I don't know why. Like, yeah. I don't know why I do that. I just. Well, when the manifester and the, de- and the defined solar plexus oh, yeah. go at it, Jasmine and I are like, and I'm like, oh, this is a lot. You know why like- I think it is? I, I, I can, this Tell is us. my experience on why I think Vanessa Henry is oh, shit. hard on me because Vanessa Henry sees the bigger picture. Yeah. That many times, oh, I would say a hundred percent of the time I don't because I'm not thinking about how these things are going to be received. I don't think about other people's stuff. I'm I'm the only transpersonal one here. It's a one, two, and a three. Yeah. Well, not how other people receive it, but I think Vanessa, in a way, for me and her, or her and I, it's a form of her protecting me. A hundred percent. So that's how I take it. I don't, it just so happens yeah. that when people yeah. listen to this, they're like, oh, here's Vanessa and AC arguing a fucking game. <laughs> Vanessa is fucking yelling at AC again because I don't want someone else to come yell at you. I'd rather be the one, you know? Right. But they, listen, they know better. Yep. Listen, love that. Put that on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because dad's also going to be over here. Like, right. So I think that's what it is. I think it's more Vanessa sees the bigger picture of, AC Brown voice of truth. And she's like, I want to protect you. So just be mindful of what you're Mm -hmm. saying because you don't see it, but you do Mm -hmm. have influence. Your words are penetrating. People Mm -hmm. might take it this way, or maybe you shouldn't say it that way or that kind of thing. So in in our conversations that we have privately, she does that as well. So maybe Mm -hmm. I need to like embrace my dad energy that I get from her as I'm moving into my career, because I, I, I'm not mindful of that because I'm just living and existing. But mm-hmm. Vanessa, I know, sees a lot of the end goals or the ending. So or, you know, like, you know, you see you see something. So it's like, let me protect you. Yeah. So that's how I take it. Yeah. And that's a common projector experience. I can't imagine how you wouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. But now it's like a lot of people are going to be watching you. They already are, but. Oh yeah. You see like, yeah. But I do want to say, um, I hear what you said about that. I sometimes deliver things as here's how it should be. And I'll be more aware of that because that's not actually fair or my place. And in hearing you kind of lead with your experience as a third line, I really like that, you know, 
Cause it's very easy then go in my experience, when I've heard people talking that way, sometimes it feels very limiting and like, I'm a bad person and there's no other hopeful options for me because someone has said, this is how the character is. And so I'm that character. And I'm, I, um, I think just kind of leading with that vulnerability, instead of being like, we should talk about it this way. You know, that is what you're saying to some degree, but you're not saying it that way because if somebody were to ever come to me and say, here's a, we should do it it's not going to land well in me because then you're telling me what to do. Right. Right. So I'll be more mindful about the language I use because that will have a greater effect. Yeah. And, and I guess like people also, I think we're moving into a space where everyone has to be responsible for themselves as well. Just because someone says that this is their experience doesn't mean that they automatically have to take it on. It's like, we all need to be providing that for ourselves. Like, Oh, well, you know, AC's a three, five, she's a projector. Like we have to all start looking at our understand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it also, and I think too, I think what I'm starting to notice just in general about the way my interactions happen with people, I find my, and it's, I don't want to cry, but I find myself a little bit scared about the visibility and the elevation because I'm finding myself feeling the need to truly have people around me who understand who I am. We do. And I know, I know you do. And I'm being very selective about my personal space and my personal energy of interacting with friends per se is because I feel like I I feel it very closely in my body that there's going to be a quick point where I'm not going to be accessible to certain people who I was before. I, I would offer that you are already there and probably already needed to have some protection stuff around you. I don't think you always realize don't, the I level don't, of I don't. influence you're I don't. already at. Yeah. Um, so as somebody who watches you, 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 I find three fives often want a particular lifestyle and they're not realizing they're already living that lifestyle. The reason they're wanting it is because it's being experienced around them. They want to be a certain way. And it's like, wake up. You're it's, happening it's already around you and that's what i've have been i've been asking god the spirit universe for i'm like please just make sure you keep people around me who truly give a fuck please like that's what i've been asking for because i feel i feel this and i don't know when it's going to happen but you, you know like you said it's happening but i don't mm-hmm. know when i'm going to actually feel it but i feel it already of like i need to make sure that like I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be a break where certain people who want access, they can't have it or because I already feel like people trying to befriend me and out of nowhere. And it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah I don't. It up. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Honestly, just, take question is just to just start assuming that you are surrounded by people that you want to be surrounded by. Always. Right, but right. you are yeah, right. No, I, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, just perpetuate that. So, like, everybody that's around me is who I want around me and who I choose to be around me, and I'm fully, like, just fully get into that assumption, and then the fray will just fall away. You don't even fucking yeah. need to worry about them. And that's so funny, and I think that's why I'm moving closer to my mom. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. But even this concept of like, this is no disrespect to anything, any other, any beliefs anybody believes to, but you know, giving your power away and praying to God to take care of you. Like you can, you are God, you take care of right, you. Right, you right, right. You have the ability no, to discern that. who's not around you. And you also need to recognize that you're already selecting people around you 
who make you feel good, make you feel seen, make you feel protected. You are the one doing that. And it's all, this is all about you and you taking care of yourself. And if somebody stops feeling good around you, it's completely within your power to change the dynamic of that relationship. Right. To just be like, it's, it's all good. Right, 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 right. No, you're right. Like, you know, we don't have to fucking waste time with this shit anymore. Honestly, like these relationships that don't feel good, that aren't healthy, that are, are just draining. there because they've been there. They're so draining. Oh my God. Sense, like, like, you don't even Like, cut know. yourself free. It's so draining. It's so draining. Because you can feel the other person pining away at trying to hold the attachment. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it feels like... Put them on ice. No, I don't want to put nobody in a freezer. (laughs) Oh, I put that's where they live. Jasmine, can I tell us about your trick? It's not a trick. Lead us off with this not trick, with this effective technique that you use personally. It's a technique. I just learned it. AC already knew about it, but um, I was having issues with someone and um, my friend said, put them on ice, put them in the freezer. And I like the idea of it. Like I like the idea of it being like, Contained. I what did you do? Person's name on a piece of paper, and then I put the paper in a little Tupperware, a little Rubbermaid thing, and I filled it with water and I put it in the freezer. And now, that's a spell. Love that. Well, it is. It's a. It's originated from the hoodoo, like Southern tradition, and yeah. So here's the thing about this. Shit. Be very mindful of doing this because it literally will stop people from talking anything about you. And I have an well, instance where I did this because I had a, and this was when I, had, when I had a photography business and I had a bad experience at an event that I got hired for. But the person who I put in the freezer, she was actually someone who could actually talk about my business. And I wasn't mindful of that. And so she never referred me. Right. To anyone. So you got to be very mindful of that is. Yeah. It shuts off any communication from you being spoken about Mm -hmm. to anyone. Cool. Right. And I and I in my particular situation, that is actually perfect. Right. Exactly what I want. (laughs) Because somebody's like bothering you and tormenting you like right. Talking shit like that kind of thing. Right. Talking shit, getting in my business, getting in my aura. I don't like it. And I don't like people talking about me. And I don't like people like, like, I don't like gossiping. And the idea that somebody would be doing that about me makes me feel so cringy. I hate it. So I'm like, oh, now I see this person and she doesn't see me. And it's lovely. Right. So it's like, it's complete disappearance from that person's existence. Adios. What a treat. All of that. So just be very mindful for those who who like, oh, I'm just going to start putting people in, in, you know, freezing people. Meanwhile, you could also thaw them out. You can. But that process process is. What if I write my own name on the paper and submerge it in water? Don't do that. No. She hates it. Don't. No, no, no. Don't put yourself on ice. Well, maybe I I want everyone to leave me alone, not hear me. And I'm in the freezer. (laughs) Well, then ice all the people. (laughs) (laughs) Put everyone. You're on ice. Uh, Mom, what are all these names Box is doing in the freezer? (laughs) That was Jasmine. That's so funny. Yeah. I know. And listen, I've never done it before. And I do, even when I do cord cutting things, I'm very mindful, like because of what AC said, like you can do like minimal cord cutting, you know, where you're like, okay, I just, anything that's toxic, anything that's like dragging me down or like making me, because I don't like to like, I don't want to like ice everybody or cut everybody off, but some people got to go in the freezer. 
You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types.